You're listening to Dr. Leslie from Dr. Leslie Inspires, where we empower mothers by raising their level of awareness, discussing tough mother-son issues that everyone knows exists, but no one is talking about. Learn more about us by visiting our website at www.drlesleyinspires.com. Now, here's your host, Dr. Leslie. Hello, lovely ladies, and welcome to the show on today. I am so, so happy that you are here. We're getting more listeners, more followers uh, to get this message out, to help women see themselves and to make better decisions as they go through life trying to raise uh, their sons. And, you know, some women are struggling and some women are struggling bad and need some assistance. So our goal is to help you to see yourself and to help. Help is available to you right now. It is, it is available to you. So <clears throat> that is what we do. And so before we get started, I wanna go ahead and start in prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, oh God, for your grace and your mercy. And we thank you for the new mercies on today, oh God. I just pray that uh, you give me wisdom on what to say and how to say it, and you allow each woman that needs to hear this message for a time such as this to find her way to this podcast. And those that are here listening, that you would give them ears to hear what you are saying to them. And we just thank you, O oh God, and we will be so careful to give you all the praise, honor, and glory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen. And so today I am going to talk about getting a life. And I'm coming straight from my book, Setting Boundaries with Your Son, because it is all about boundaries, you know, and we are here to help in the event you have challenges, you know, with those boundaries, you know, coaching, coaching you through. Uh, but we, when it comes to the coaching part, we only work with women who are so, so serious about making a shift in their lives, you know, um, in their life and in their son's life. And outside of that, we do have other products uh, available for women to use on their own and just kind of go through and, and see what helps. But most of the time with this issue, accountability is needed. A, a certain level of, of accountability. It's kind of like eating. Well, just just to, just to give you an example, <laughs> I have been picking up weight uh, during COVID. Even though I call myself walking every day in the house, I do this app following um, Leslie Sansoni, and you know I would be somewhat winded, somewhat parched you know, need my water, ready to eat, have my little schedule going. And so me and my husband just started working out uh, at the gym. And last week, which, which was the first week, that first workout, ladies, with someone there holding me accountable, 
saying my name. Come on, Leslie, you can do it. And I wanted to say, shut up, leave me alone. <laughs> but um, went for three days straight, four days actually. But the third day I got out of the bed, you know, because I used to work out. My body has muscle memory and the memory kicks in very quickly. Look, when I remember to do it. But I, even though it was hard, I felt really good about myself. You know, I felt good about myself. I felt good about what I was doing. I had a feeling of accomplishment. You know, and so we all have different challenges that we need to take responsibility and accountability for. And sometimes when we do it on our own, we think we're doing a good job. You know, we, we think we're doing a good job because in our head we're doing it. But guess what I found? I was not doing a good job because I barely made it to the car. I, I was hanging off the seat until I got home. And then I just tried to hop in the shower because I did feel like I was sweaty and dirty. And I went to sleep the first three days. So I said, whatever I thought I was doing when I was walking and doing these little mini exercises in the house, during COVID, during this pandemic, and what I found and what I told, nobody had to tell me, nobody had to tell me. I wasn't was doing nothing. <laughs> I was not doing a thing, and I, I probably was doing something, but if I put it on a scale of one to 100, I was knocking out 90, uh, 10%. I was holding myself accountable to the point where I had to hold myself accountable. But when I wanted something to eat, I would finish it, but I wasn't pushing myself like I could have. And these were all revelations to me. And so as we work with you during the coaching program, you get the same types of revelation with your son. Uh, you know, you might not think you're a helicopter mom, but just a little bit. Or you might not think that your son manipulates you, but other people are telling you that and you don't see it. Uh, especially those that have one son. Uh, those with one son, mm, their pride and joy. Uh, okay, so I was talking about getting a life today. I digressed in talking giving you an example in terms of talking about uh, accountability, but accountability, we all need it. Even if you are one of the most productive, uh, self-disciplined women on the planet. And most of the women that we work with are that, but when it comes to their son, that's the part that they have a challenge with and can't see. So, in my book, in step seven, page 93, I'm gonna read this to you and then I'll make comments along the way. Your adult children, whether they are living with you or whether they are constantly keeping you at their beck and call, 
need to come to terms with the fact that you now have a separate life from them. And I'm starting here with the adult children, but this problem with the adult children didn't start when they became adults. We hear many women say, I don't know what happened to them. Seemed like once they turned blank, blank, blank age. No, something was going on before that that we did not pay attention to. And if somebody tried to get you to pay attention to, you didn't pay attention to it. You didn't believe them. And so now you're seeing it for yourself. And so unless it is your aim in life to be with your son as long as he needs you, then you need to help him understand that you do not belong to him. You are not his maid. You are not his personal bank where he makes withdrawals whenever he needs them and never makes deposits. You are not his fixer that whenever something goes wrong in his life, it's mom to the rescue. It is important that you have a conversation with your son and let him know that you are working to rebuild your life. You are not going to be there for every little thing he needs. This is your way of breaking away. And it may not be that easy. Let him know that you have begun to engage in some new adventures in life and will not be as readily available to him as you have been in the past. He is not going to believe you yet. You can also demonstrate that you are separating your life from his by getting your own life through your actions and not your words. Let me tell you, that is the most important piece because your son has mastered you, he's mastered your actions, he's mastered your emotions, and he knows how far he can go with you. So for example, those of you who have grandchildren and you love to be with them, you still have to build your own life apart from theirs. Uh, some grandparents get sucked into this. You know, I, oh, we work with, Let's just say I work with a lot of grandparents and grandparents these days are getting, you know, just when they thought that they were about to live their life, something happened to the son or the daughter to where they ended up having to care for the children because of the lack of responsibility. Um, that their son or daughter had and it could have been drug related it could be uh sexually related maybe the their mother has turned into uh turned towards prostitution to make money somebody is called um child services and they got taken away and grandmom granddad were next in line to receive them or maybe grandmom was just so, she felt so bad. She felt like even in her bad health that it was her duty and her responsibility to take them. Do you know how much of that is going on right now? And if you heard the uh, podcast on, hel uh, on helicopter uh, parenting or helicopter mom, you know and understand that a lot of millennials 
don't like responsibility because they weren't necessarily raised to have responsibility. There were, there are some, we're not talking about all. We're not talking about all, but a good amount. And so in that instance, grandmother ends up bearing the responsibility for those children. And in some cases where that's not the case, helicopter mom now becomes the helicopter of the grandparents as well, okay? So your son calls you and casually tells you that he needs you to watch his children tonight um, while he goes to work. And so my thoughts would be, well, did you have a babysitter before? You've got to be at work in an hour and a half. Why are you calling me now? Um, and so whereas you might feel guilty about saying no, because you are accustomed to saying okay. And perhaps you really do want to watch your grandchildren. Now, if you do, fine. But with your new mindset, you watch his children on your terms, not because he has called you with an emergency. And then you make his emergency your emergency. You know, when I was in um, the service, they used to say, proper planning prevents piss poor performance. The acronym is all P's. Proper planning prevents piss poor performance. And I'm no longer going to let you uh, have, let your emergency become my emergency. And we, as moms, we do that so much because we feel heartless when we have to say, no, I can't do it. Because we want to be that person that they call, that when they call, where that ride or die, if they call me, I'm going to be there. I'm going to do that. But then certain things that, you know, your plans get thwarted or your job, you know, when, and, and that starts when kids are in school and mom is at work and she's getting calls on her job every day from the school because this child will not behave. This child will not stop fighting. This child, this son, that's, that's what we're talking about, will not stop these things. Well, that's where it started. That's where it started. Running up to the school every day because of the challenges that, you know, your son was facing way back then. So if you have other plans, don't cancel them. Now is the time for your son to respect the fact that you have plans too. You have a life too. It's time for um, you to separate your life from his. It's time for you to separate. Talk <coughs> <coughs> <Hopefully> again. <coughs> Sorry, when I start talking a lot. My throat gets dry. <clears throat> but um, it's time for you to separate <coughs> your plans from his. Because as you make that shift from separating yourself from, uh, from, from him, it's not you're separating your love from him. You're not taking your love from him but you're trying to teach him now that you have a life. 
and you can show him better than you can tell him. Okay, so it's up to you to help them understand that you will have <clears throat> that you will help them when you can, or if you decide that you want to help, or if one day you say, hey, can you bring the grandchildren over? Or hey, can I come and get my grandchildren? The difference is it's your choice. Now, it doesn't mean that you never help, but you can't respond to every emergency like you have been doing. These, uh, you're, you're now starting to operate on your terms and they're called boundaries. They're called boundaries. Your son didn't have boundaries before, okay? And you weren't helping him to establish them. So remember in this case, your son is old enough to lead his own life. The change in your behavior on your part and with consistency and sticking to your plan, it will force and encourage your son to respect your time as well as the, uh, as well as the other things uh, that you're doing in your life. So when your son calls you out, uh, out of the blue and expects you to help him and meet his needs, it is the same behavior that he has demonstrated uh, to you for years. It's not that now that he, he has children, he's doing this. It's not now that he's dating this new chick that he's calling you. Oh, and then I, I do want to mention to you that if you don't get a life, you might not be that happy when a new woman comes into his life. And that's going to be a problem for you and him because she's not going to stay very long. Some women do. But some don't. They're like, mm -mm, his mama is his wife. <laughs> his mother is his girlfriend. And I'm not going to try to compete with her. So they say, girl, bye. That's what they say, girl, bye. Or boy, bye to him. So again, he's not going to believe you until you show him that you are serious about moving on with your life. And he's not going to expect you to say no. Let's just, just get that clear. He's not going to expect you to. And even if he do, he's so used to manipulating you and, and getting you down to where you're going to say yes at some point. He might get upset. He might not speak to you for a while because you told him no. Okay? So that's why it's important to have a conversation with him first. Um, and things will get worse before they get better because you have spoiled him um, for so long that, and you know what, unfortunately, some women can't do it. If I'm honest with you all, some women cannot do what I'm telling you. And that is why coaching is necessary. Some women can, they just need to be led and guided and you can be helped with this book you can get it off of amazon and some women need a little more because they love their son but let me tell you when you find it very very challenging to say no and to separate your life from his your children know when you got a life. No, I can't call her. She's probably doing something. That's what you want. But I'll call her to see. So that's why it's important to have a conversation with them as to what your new change is going to be. You know, they've been your life 
for so long, but now you're breaking away. And you're not breaking away from your son. You're not breaking away to the point that he doesn't exist. He just doesn't exist on every emergency. He just doesn't exist on his terms. He's existing on your terms, okay? And so I want you to understand that you still love your son. You're not taking any love away from him. There is no love lost, okay? And, and that's really how you're going to feel. <clears throat> it's almost like taking a, your baby to the babysitter for the first time. You know, sometimes you feel like a bad mom. You feel like you should be watching them. They're your child, they're your baby. That's why some women don't take their children to a babysitter. That's why some ch mothers do not take their child to a daycare. You know, they just make different choices in trying to make it work. The mom and dad work it out so that the child can uh, be around them all the time and they can control and manage. And that's another conversation too. So the topic today was to get a life mom. And there are so many different directions that we can go with this topic, but that's the topic that I'm going with today. It is coming from my book, Setting Boundaries with Your Son, uh, Eight Practical Steps to Take Control of Your Life. And <clears throat> we're going to end there. Uh, remember, if you want more information about what we do and who we are, you can go to our website, uh, www.drlesleyinspires.com or just drlesleyinspires.com. And if you liked this podcast or any of our other podcasts, please subscribe to, uh, to the podcast. We send them out every Sunday morning so that it can help you to be more strong and powerful and make wise decisions for the week. We love you. We thank you for those who are subscribing and um, liking us uh, or liking the podcast that you hear and sharing it with your friends who you know need to hear this because they can't hear it from you. They cannot hear it from you. They will get us upset with you for telling them the truth. And some people get upset with me for telling the truth. I don't think they get upset, upset, you know, whether they agree or disagree. I've been doing this for a long time and I am going a lot of different directions because I want to help mothers and sons as much as I can within my sphere of influence. And so I give God the praise for that because I can say, this is what I'm supposed to be doing for a time such as this. And so we thank you for joining us today. We will see you next Sunday on our next podcast. Thank you. We're going to close out quick prayer. Father God, thank you in the name of Jesus. You're so awesome. You're so wonderful. Please bless each and every woman on the planet that has a son and she is struggling to make her way. She is struggling to raise him the best way that she can with a father or without a father. 
So Father God, we just thank you and pray that you would give her wisdom, knowledge, and understanding on what to do to raise him uh, the way that you would have her to raise him so that he can be the best version of himself that you have already called and destined him to be. So we thank you in the mighty and magnificent name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Dr. Leslie Inspires. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. Also, for more content and resources, please be sure to visit our website, www.drlesslieinspires.com. We'll see you in the next episode.